Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Podcast. I'm your host today, Ethan. Joining me, as always, are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. Well, sleepy boy, wake up from his nap now. <laughs> Little baby boy, he's woken up. <laughs> you know, Hunter, it's just unacceptable behavior. You know, we know it's, we run a we want a tight ship here. We run a professional podcast, and you know. I, I just think it's hilarious because we, like me and Kyle were sitting here, we were just chatting and we just instantly knew, you know, when you're just like, you're instantly like, Hunter's fell asleep, hasn't he? He's just not here. There's only one answer. He's fell asleep. Uh, well, we right? saw him go offline on Discord. I checked PlayStation. He wasn't on there. I'm like, he's gone, dude. <laughs> dude, it's like, well, yeah, he's yeah, not it's coming like, back. Friend's not answering his phone. It's like, call his mom, all the stuff. He's like, yeah, check PlayStation. Is he online on Discord? No, he's asleep there. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> we'll see if he wakes up. What uh, I want to know if... is, how did you manage to fall asleep in your chair? Like, no. not even the bed, just the chair. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty easily, apparently. Yeah, I think Hunter's one of those people that I envy, I think... right? It's like, when you're on yeah. like a long-haul flight or something, and you just see the fucker in the corner of your eye that just manages to sleep the entire, like, 10-hour flight. Just completely comatose, knocked out, in the most yep. uncomfortable chair possible, just instantly asleep for the whole time. You're like, how did they do it? Because I can't sleep even in my bed at a regular yeah, time. Same. How can people just, like, literally, like, you know, when people are in class or whatever, just fall asleep? Like, how? I, like, I, I envy you so much. Um, but we're not here. It, we're not here to talk about Hunter's uh, miraculous sleeping abilities. We're here to talk. Well, we're, I guess we technically are if the Game Awards sucks this year, but we're here to talk about <laughs> Game Awards. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, but we're finally here with our uh, predictions for everything. So if you were here a couple of weeks ago, you will have seen that we predicted the nominations. This week, we are going to predict the winners and some reveals. And next week, it's our classic uh, review episode where we talk about if it sucked or not which i do want to give jeff credit last year we were pretty positive on the whole so last year was the best one it, it can only go down no podcast. no kyle it's to be optimistic okay it was like no. uh, come on jeff i believe um so we're gonna go it, through it'd each be a good one. show if it was an hour shorter how dare you i I'm, I'm fine i've got it i've got the the day after off this this year i don't care as much i'm I'm fine i'm, I'm in for the ride but yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to go for each category timestamps are down below we're going to talk about the nominations we're going to compare them to what we predicted the nominations were going to be i hope one of you has that spreadsheet open so you can read what we predicted that they were um so that it's easier for me so uh, we can keep everything clear for all the video listeners and if you are on audio we are showing everything on video as well so if you want to hop over to youtube come on over come and see our faces and come and look at everything it might make it a bit more uh easy it might make it easier to keep track of everything because we're going to be saying a lot of names of video games this week um but we're going to compare what we thought was going to be predicted what did and then we're going to each pick a winner and then we'll see, we'll do what we do what we do every year, where we keep a tally and we'll have a winner by the end of it of who won, who got the most stuff right. It'll be a lot of fun. I don't remember who won last year. Who did win last year? I don't know, man. I never oh, it was you, remember. Hunter. You won last year. Oh, did I? Yeah, you won last year. Then I won the year prior. And then, um... I think we, I think we tied this in the first year. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um... It's going to be so a fun it's one. all to play for. It's all to play for. Um, but yeah, if you're new here, welcome to the show. turn to win. Then maybe. <laughs> Dude, I've been saying that all year. 
<laughs> When's it going to be next, Kyle's turn? Maybe next year, Kyle. Maybe next year. But yeah, Stay Show podcast. We're every Monday at around 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. UK time on podcast services everywhere and a little bit later on YouTube.com forward slash hot gamers only. Uh, bit of housekeeping. We are getting into the December. Well, we are in December. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. We're getting there anyway. Um, on the website for the next couple of weeks, um, we're, I think it's starting next week. We're going to be putting all of our Game of the Year stuff on there. So it's going to be week by week. It'll be Kyle, then it'll be Hunter, then it'll be me, and then we'll do a big uh, what is the HGO Game of the Year thing. It's all going down on the website. We haven't got a date for it yet. We'll let you know next week, but it should all be coming out on there so you can go and check that out. Uh, Kyle's already done his because he's a good boy. Uh, me and Hunter, not so good. Uh, I've literally have been sitting there. game I'm playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've still, I'm sitting there for like... Um, I've been sitting there like for a couple of hours at night, just looking at my list and going, okay, how do I order these? Cause I it literally, if I look at it one day, I'll be completely f- feeling something completely different towards different games. It's very bizarre, but we'll get through it. We'll I'll, t- through I'll it. tell you this. Mine was unordered except for number one. Mm. And I'll tell you this, that I will make mine ordered and you will like it. I'm going to, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to kill I, my I children. Mean, you, you man, you know, you got to kill you, kill your favorites, dude. Just like, yes. Uh, if you want to make the process harder go for it i love a challenge kyle i love a challenge (laughs) um but yeah other than that obviously podcasts are going to be going live uh every monday as normal through the holiday season so don't worry about that thank you for your support as always uh let's get started with best game direction we don't start with game of the year here because we like to keep you uh, on the edge of your seats so we're going to start with game direction and we're going to do everything and wind ourselves all the way back around to game of the year by the end of it so i'll switch over to the, this scene here um best game direction awarded for astounding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design and the nominations this year are alan wake 2 Baldur's gate 3 marvel's spider-man 2 super mario bros wonder and the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom now, Kyle, what were our or Hunter, What were our predictions for this one? What did we think was going to be nominated? For us, we had Baldur's Gate three, okay. Tears of the Kingdom, yep. Alan Wake two, yep. FF sixteen, and okay. Resi four remake. So three out of five. <laughs> yeah, that Not ain't bad. bad. Not bad. Yeah. Trust we me, some of them are worse. So you know, under at one point, but decided not to. I think we all. I, I think mainly me because I think I was pushing the narrative as the only person that played Mario Wonder. I think we were all underestimating how much people simp 2D Mario. I feel like I was like, yeah, people can't be that stupid to put Mario in front of some of these, but they did. And it's a good game. I can understand it, but um, game direction. There's not. I don't think there's anything that Mario Wonder really does in terms of game direction that any other 2D Mario hasn't done in the past, other than the Wonder mechanic, which is just fancy graphics during a level i'm like eh. it's weird um how are you guys feeling on this category because i i think it's between well this is a hard one for me i think this could go a number of different ways i don't know about you guys so this category is fun because if you it's one of those ones where if you read the little thing that it talks about right underneath yep. the title of the category and then apl- try and apply it it will uh probably lead you to a different result than what i actually think is going to win because <laughs> i think what Island do you think is going to win is going to win yeah i i i i'm also pretty certain that alan wake 2 is going to win this one yeah 
because I don't know. Here's the thing, right? Is Tears of the Kingdom is going to be an interesting one as we have these discussions because it's like awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. And I think Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate Three is a fantastic RPG. It's an exceptional RPG. Yeah. But I always think that this kind of category goes to the more quirky things, the more kind of, oh, this is new, this feels fresh. And Baldur's Gate 3 is just, like, an incredible RPG. It's just but, the most polished you could possibly make one of those games. But when you compare it to Alan Wake 2 and Tears of the Kingdom that are doing more kooky stuff in the corner, where they're like, look at my stupid build mechanic that's got the worst controls in history, and, oh, look at me blending live action and all this other jazz into a weird, really well-executed horror uh, game. I don't think Baldur's Gate takes it. I do think this is between Alan Wake 2 and Tears of the Kingdom. And I feel yeah. like Alan Wake 2 has I just got Alan that Wake kind of itch from the... the um... here Because, like, games like this that are always more, like, the more arthouse kind of thing, I feel like, if you... We'll, we'll take this category more often than not. Like, you know yeah. the name of the game's director, or most people who, you know at least watch a trailer or something from the uh for alan wake 2 we'll know well everyone oh, knows game made by sam lake blah blah yeah blah. everyone knows sam because he plasters his face in the game as well like it's like we know <laughs> sir like you know he's a good guy we like him but yeah i think it's alan wake 2 if i was to pick one of these i think that despite its awful awful controls <laughs> it's still one of my favorite games of the year because i'm voting by the way i forgot to say i'm doing my votes live while we're doing this because why not <laughs> kill two birds with one so i'd give my vote to tears of the kingdom personally because of the amount yeah, of creative I, ways i can agree with that, that because um the way that, that the game, game innovates <laughs> yeah because it is incredible it is when we talk about game of the year it is a sequel to breath of the wild and it doesn't it does take away some of that kind of special uh that special that special feeling that comes with it but also it was just so creative and the amount of stupid stuff you can do in that game and all the the twitter clips that i saw and you know like my gosh it's incredible i'd be happy if either of them won to be honest perfectly fine with either but my vote goes to uh tears of the kingdom definitely uh right Uh, cal did you say which one you're gonna pick i'm taking Baldur's gate oh i just don't know it I just don't know enough about Alan Wake to say one way or the other. So you don't, you see, neither do I, Kyle, but you just have to, sometimes, you just have to No, I literally know nothing about Alan Wake. Well, you see, I don't know too much other than, like, I've seen a a lot of, I've seen bits and pieces of gameplay, I've seen some live action stuff, I've obviously seen the big musical number that was going crazy on Twitter, you know, I've seen stuff like that. that scene. Yeah. That's the good stuff. I hope hope they do that at the award show. That somehow skipped me by, dude. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, sometimes, Kyle, you just gotta step into the room, you kinda just gotta get a vibe, you know, you just gotta kinda walk in the room and go, okay, how are you guys feeling about this? Oh, you're really vibing with this? Like, you gotta try to read the room a bit, because you don't, don't get people started on Alan Wake 2. It's a, it's a very much a um, review darling. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Next up is Best Narrative, I believe. Yes. Uh, for astounding storytelling and narrative development in a game, uh, your nominations are Alan Wake 2, 
Baldur's Gate 3. Cyberpunk 2077. Fucking hell, Ethan. Cyberpunk 2077. There we go. Phantom Liberty. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. And Marvel Spider-Man 2. Right. Before we talk about uh, what we picked, right, I just want to say that I think we did say that Spider-Man 2 would get a nomination here. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Did we say 16 got a nomination here? We had Final Fantasy 16, Baldur's Gate 3, Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man 2, and Starfield. So I think the only reason that we didn't pick Cyberpunk, or I wasn't even contemplating Cyberpunk, because in my head I'm still of the opinion of expansions don't get nominated for awards. Yeah, mm-hmm. same, and which I'm still kind of iffy on Cyberpunk getting the nom here because I'm like, this is an expansion, this isn't a brand new game, and I think there are other games this year that could have easily have had an, an, that spot. So it feels a bit weird. Um, I also think it's really, really funny that how I feel about some of these games because it's like, especially these last two, Final Fantasy 16 and Marvel Spider-Man Two. I think both have extremely, like, I think they both have kind of pacing issues where I'm like, I love the first half of both of these games a lot. And I like the ending of Spider-Man quite a bit, but Venom is so rushed. Like, honestly, like, genuinely, they just kind of, to the point where it kind of feels like, like, I just don't like the way that that final act works in Spider-Man 2. I just don't gel with it all. And Final Fantasy 16, oh, me it's and Cass, we've we have talked about the pacing of that game. Like when we're talking about game of the years, I'm sitting there and going, "Man, if you chopped off the second half of Final Fantasy 16, I genuinely think that the first half of Final Fantasy 16 would probably be my game of the year if it didn't have <laughs> that second half to it." I, I, think, like, I think, my gosh, I think FF 16 story is at its best when it is doing like Game of Thrones that sort of game of thrones when it's about character when it's not about when it's not about beating god yeah as soon as ultimate gets introduced the fun goes away See, i'll take it i'll take it one step further ethan once sid is out of the story i think that's when it goes down well you see it's it's practically the exact same scene kyle it's practically (laughs) the exact same scene so you know but i agree i think that's exactly when the when it when it cuts forward i i think that's the exact issue and when they're talking, I don't know if you saw the clip about the quote about for Final Fantasy 16 DLC that it's no, two parts, and they both it mentions it it's two. There's two stories, and they're both they're both featuring Clive, so it's all Clive stuff. So that's the two things. And it says what I think he says something along the lines of one's a mystery, and the other one reveals some things about so i'm like one's going to be in that time gap between those ten years, and the other one might be after the game. We'll see what happens, right? But I'm sitting there and going, you know what I really wanted out of Final Fantasy 16? More padding. <laughs> like, I needed more of that. No. It's more bizarre. of Clive. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is interesting because I think Baldur's Gate 3, you hear, obviously, again, a lot of love for that game. But I also hear constantly about the kind of roller coaster of quality that that narrative goes on, where the game's like great the whole way through but some people do not jive with act two and three as much as act one so i'm wondering if that'll put some people off giving it the vote here so i haven't gotten to act three yet but as far as Baldur's gate i think the it's one of those games where the actual story there presence is pretty 
uh, standard, I guess, just kind of a yeah. fantasy thing. Yeah. Set up with a, you get your general stakes introduced and you go and the fun of it there is just interacting in the world with your character mm-hmm. rather than the narrative that is being mm-hmm. told so much. Yeah. So it's definitely a lot more character driven than narrative driven. How would you say, what do you think the plot, what do you think of the narrative of Alan Wake 2, Hunter? Because again, Alan Wake 2, again, a game absolutely loved. Some people really don't like the end. That's what's interesting about all of these. You have five (laughs) games here where one's an expansion and the other four have good, like, great narratives. Some of them incredible narratives at points, but they're all, like, roller... We're not sitting here. We don't have... There's no constant. There's There's no Red Dead Redemption 2. There's no God of War. There's no last of us here where you just go like where someone's going man what a fucking narrative you're just going like these are some really good narratives but man there's a bit of a Um, roller coaster here island wakes only thing is like i don't think the ending of the game was bad or anything it just kind of came together a little quickly near the end which is what uh, spider-man did as well where you sit there and you go how are they going to wrap this up and it's like the difference really half-handedly in like 30 seconds I yeah. didn't have a whole alternative thing for Alan Wake to go. Man, it would have been better if they had if they had done it that way. <laughs> I think but, uh... I think Cyberpunk is here for a reason, and I think it's either going to be I think it's either going to be Baldur's Baldur's Gate or Cyberpunk. I'm gonna go my I'm gonna go that I think it's going to be Baldur's Gate three. Um, I think it's either or it could be Alan Wake. I personally. Like I said, I hate the second half of Final Fantasy 16 from a narrative perspective, but if I was to, if you were to ask me what my favorite narrative from a video game is this year, then I would say it's the first half of Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. Because that yeah. with because everything about it, man, with Jill, with Sid, with Clive, I'm like those three and that whole first half is so good. I was literally addicted to the game where I couldn't put it down for that first half. It's so but, like, solid. Yeah. The first half does a good job of setting up a lot of things, but there's just no payoff for them in the second half. No, not not at all. No, not really. But so that's why. Uh, but like I say, it, that's I. First half so good. I'll give it my personal vote. But I'm gonna go with Baldur's Gate. That's gonna be my guess for this one as a win. Um, my prediction. I'm going to give to Alan Wake for this one. Kyle, how are you feeling? I'm also going to give it to Alan Wake. Mm, see, now you're getting it. Now you're feeling the vibes. Now you get you dipping your feet in the <laughs> you dipping your feet in the pool, going, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." I, I see it. I see it. Like I say, I think it's some of these are really hard. It's I feel like yeah. it could be a coin flip. Yeah, my Everyone's... main point of contention was between Alan Wake and FF16, and thinking about the way that people responded to it. A lot of people have the same kind of misgivings with FF16's story that you've expressed where it gets not as good once it veers away from the political uh fantasy story i just love and, politics and games on like everybody yeah. on twitter dude that's all i yeah. <laughs> and uh alan wake even if the ending came together kind of quickly um people still liked a majority of the story it seems so yeah no fair enough right next up on our list our very very long list his best art direction which is for standing 
We missed the mark so hard on our predictions here. Oh, can't wait. Let's Let's go. Best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. The nominations are Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which I think the only one that doesn't really... If I was to to throw one of these buggers out of the, the nomination the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom it's it's breath yeah. of the wild again guys like they didn't know like you changed the shape of the fucking shrines good job champ i'm proud of you you made them look like eggs thank you great <laughs> um, <laughs> but the rest of them or i'm like solid four like potatoes that they do look like spuds you're right um <laughs> but a solid set i even still even tears of the kingdom man on a switch 2 that game would be beautiful it's still pretty good looking um if not a bit crunchy but Mm. pretty i i know where my heart goes yeah yeah and unfortunately (laughs) that's not where the vote's going (laughs) well where do who do you think wins this do you think alan wake wins this i think alan wake wins this yeah not really. Yeah. I was thinking Mario. No, not oh, a chance. If Mario wins thing... this, I'm fucking drinking, dude. I'm not doing the... that. Like, okay, no. the thing that you come to that I've come to realize looking at this category the past several years is that the one that is closest to looking kind of realistic with some special effects usually wins. Alan Wake does that one better where a majority or a large section of the cutscenes are actual live action footage and it mm. somehow doesn't feel jarring so and even what? in engine all of the the game looks incredible mm. a lot well i yeah i think that this category is a hundred percent between alan wake 2 and hi-fi rush i don't think i any of the other three have a shot in this i think that it's a hundred percent a split between alan wake 2 and hi-fi rush um the question is, is how many awards is Alan Wake 2 going to win? <laughs> that's the re- like, that's the thing. It's because by Hunter's account... He's picked it three Alan categories in a row. Dude, everybody, everybody. And look, man, these are very... These are just And the sometimes I'm sitting here win. and I'm going, I'm looking at all these and I'm like, okay. Alan Wake 2 has got, yeah, obviously... How are people going to see it? Are people going to go, oh yeah, Alan Wake 2, so cool how they mix blend live action and stuff like that. It's going to be, I think that, yeah, I think you're right that Alan Wake 2 will probably win this category. I'm Control, very Control won you this award when it came out and that didn't even have that stuff. <laughs> I'm voting high fi Rush, but yeah, I think Alan Wake 2 will get it. Yeah. But I'll be extremely happy if high fi Rush does win it. And yeah, I'll be extremely toxic when if it does happen. Um, Kyle, how are you feeling? Uh, I put down Hi-Fi Rush. Hell yeah, dude, hell yeah. I, I convinced myself. You, I, I almost convinced myself. <laughs> Fuck Mario, Mario's stinky. Mario is stinky, dude, I fucking hate Mario. <laughs> five out of five, by the way, great game. <laughs> um, it, it was a good game. Next up, best score and music. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Alan Wake 2, uh, composer, uh, Petri Alanko. Baldur's Gate 3, composer, Borislav Slavov. 
Uh, Final Fantasy 16 composer Masayoshi Soken, Hi-Fi Rush, audio director Shuichi Kabori, and Legend of Zelda, Tears of the King- Kingdom, composed by Nintendo Sound Team. <laughs> Nintendo Sound Team. Uh, From uh, Donkey Kong 64. I know where my personal vote goes for this. FF16. Uh, fucking yes. <laughs> Like genuinely, I sixteen wins. I also think that it's a double hit. I think if Final Fantasy sixteen wins the, any category, this is it. One of the um, things I've been seeing the most since these nominations were revealed was it's a shame that FF sixteen wasn't in the game. Game of the year, year because we want to hear for, because the, they wanted to hear the song. Find the flames, yeah. You want to hear yeah. it? I want to hear it. I hope. So. I hope. I hope. Flute guy just takes a fucking like takes a strike and plays anyway. Do you like just get it? Up? <laughs> Like my gosh! So I think this is pro- I think it's a fair bet that Final Fantasy 16 is winning this category. Yeah, I am a hundred percent sold on it, and it well deserved. Like, oh my god, what yeah, a soundtrack! It do. Um, which let's be real, that's what that's every Final Fantasy sound always has a banging soundtrack. Dude. If we ever if Final if we come to next year and Rebirth isn't nominated for this category, I will also be in like this is an atrocity because Final Fantasy music just slaps in general, like. <laughs> It's just a category that Final Fantasy belongs to. I'm glad that that was so quick and easy. We're just like, that was not difficult <laughs> at all. We got three of those in our own predictions. <laughs> oh, did we? Which ones did, yeah, which ones did we get wrong? Was, we got... The ones that we nominated that didn't were Starfield and Mario Wonder. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking about Mario Wonder. Starfield, I am... I'm not surprised, but also I could see Starfield getting in here instead of um... Nah, you know what? Yeah, I think we're just stupid. I'll take that. We'll take the L on that one. I've got no arguments. Uh, you know. You've... I think that uh, that episode, you ended up thinking that Starfield was going to be a little more higher-regarded nomination-wise. Yeah, and now that I look was. at it and I'm like, you know what? I was fucking stupid. <laughs> Sometimes Hunter, you have those moments where you're like, wow, I'm dumb. <laughs> and then you just move on, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, it's like, sometimes it's like that. Uh, next up, I hope you keep it up with all these times. That was all right. Best audio design. Uh, recognizing the best in-game audio <laughs> and sound design. Alan Wake 2 by Remedy, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush. Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. I know where my heart's going. And baby, I'm a believer, dude. I'm a believer. <laughs> I think Hi-Fi Rush wins this. I, 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 I I'm going by too. Modern Warfare logic here. Let's go. I'm going by Modern Warfare logic. What, we, what do I mean? If you're new here, a couple, 2020 or 20, it was 2020, I think. Um, when we did this the first time, I went by Modern Warfare Logic. Every trailer, everything, they were talking about how exceptional their sound design was, all of this jazz. They just kept revving up, and then they won. And to me, none of these games, well, none of these games really, other than maybe Dead Space, um, were people going, audio, 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 audio. But Dead Space came out in January, so we can, and no one, let's be real here. Everyone so did Hi-Fi Rush. So did Hi-Fi Rush, but Hi-Fi Rush's whole gimmick is audio. Yeah. This is the first instance in our predictions where we got talked out of a right answer. Really? <laughs> the right answer got vetoed. Yeah, because you were like, no one remembered Dead Space. It's not going on our <laughs> predictions. <laughs> and to be fair, 
is this like the only category it's nominated for? Because I feel like most, yeah, most people forgot about probably. it. This is um, the only category I tried to even say it would get a nomination for, though. It's the funny well, part. I'm sorry, Hunter. I apologize. Like I said, <laughs> sometimes I can be wrong. Most yeah. times I can be wrong. Um, but now I've already put my vote in. I think Hi-Fi but, Rush is yeah, going to win this. I'm I also voting for believe it. that Hi-Fi Rush gets to take this one. Yeah, I'll put I- Hi-Fi too. And it deserves it, man. It genuinely does. Like it deserves it's, something. It's very rare for um, a game that is so kind of like its emphasis is on sound and, you know, it's very difficult to make a rhythm game and make a rhythm game that's very good. Mm. And to make a hack and slash a rhythm game that's very good is something that is very challenging. And I think that it's... Uh, it kind of it deserves it deserves it because you know all these games have great sound design they really do, yeah. um, but Hi-Fi Rush man like I also feel like they they I I just I want them to make more I want Tango to do another Hi-Fi Rush <laughs> I'm just like give them anything I just want more of that it's so good, um, which I'm sure they will because of all the reception yeah. but uh, right oh my gosh. Next up, sorry Yuri, half of you, half of Spider-Man's face is being cut off because Jeff Keeley's got terrible website design. Um, best performance awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion, and/or performance capture. We have Ben Starr, Final Fantasy 16, Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, Idris Elba, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, uh, Melanie Libbard, Alan Wake 2, uh, Neil Newman, Baldur's Gate 3. And Yuri Lowenthal, Marvel Spider-Man Two. We, uh, I think, what's great about this is now that I got four out of five of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to say, Hunter, good shout on that Alan Wake Two voice actors. We, yeah. we, I, I just want to say, like, I'm, I'm, I tried to I'm glad Cameron Monaghan too. Oh, you yeah. did. I don't remember that. And you know, after playing you can more Jedi Survivor, you out of it. yeah, after playing more Jedi Survivor, he's, he's, he's good. He's pretty solid. He's really good. Um, but also, I think that I think that like every voice actor in Star Wars Jedi is, at least for the main cast, is yeah, every main very good. Is great, Grease, Marin, all of Grease, Marin, and yeah, they're all fantastic. Um, I know where my heart goes for this one, um, personally, uh, but I don't know. This is the thing, right? If Idris Elba wins this, oh, I'm gonna if that be happens, upset. I quit. I am actually going to be upset. No offense to Idris Alba. Idris Alba, wonderful actor. I'm sure I he love does him a decent everything job. That he's in. Or a good job as whoever from Cyberpunk. He does not do a Ben Starr as Clive Rossfield job, though. There's no way. I'm voting Ben Starr, and I am Ben putting, Starr should win this. I'm award. putting Ben Starr should win. I genuinely am also. And if he doesn't, it's a war crime. I, yeah, <laughs> put it on the list. Put it on the list. It will be a war crime if he doesn't win it. Um. He's just so good, like honestly, so so good. He's the only person in that video game that plays every version of his own character because <laughs> everybody else <laughs> had swaps at some point. Um, but no, like again, even though I don't necessarily like the second half of the narrative, Ben's performance throughout the game is consistently excellent. For like honestly, his performance was what kept me going through the struggle yeah. of the second half. Um, to me, it's no contest. Like, I mean, Yuri's fabulous, but Yuri is, you Yuri's fabulous in everything, and I was like, you know, um, and like, I wouldn't say that 
like Spider-Man too. He, he did a great job in Spider-Man too. I oh, wouldn't 100%. say that's necessarily any step above the other game though. And I also think, and I'm sorry, this is a controversial opinion, I think, for Spider-Man fans. I think Black Suit uh, Peter is the cringiest thing on the planet. And I will stand by, I don't think there is a good way to do that. Because even Yuri, I'm like, it's just, I don't like it. I'm with you, but I think that he does maybe the best job. He does, Barring. and I think it's it's more of a, it's a terrible concept than uh yeah yeah terrible performance. Like, I still love that. I didn't know there were bears in these woods. Oh, line. that's a fantastic line. That's an absolutely brilliant line. <laughs> like he he had stuff there that made me laugh. Or when he was smack talking the lizard, being like, "No wonder your family left you all angry and stuff." I'm, yeah, you know this is this is a bit much to be having him say, but he's saying it very well. Yeah. Uh. And like I say, everybody here is great, but Ben Starr, I think, is just in another league on this one. Yeah, and he's gonna be—he's—he's—he's he's gonna be like Roger Clark for me, where he's where I'm like, what's he in next, dude? I like like, and he's can it be not be an indie game that's a bit garbage, please? <laughs> like the next thing Roger Clark's in, that's like I'll be like, hey, hey, yeah. Um, and same for Ben, man. He's 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 pretty fantastic. Um. But all great performances here, to be honest, for the most part. I don't know why I said for the most part, they are all great. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, not you, Cameron. You sit in the corner. <laughs> no, he's fantastic. He is good. Um, But, you know, Cameron will live. He's got another Star Wars game to make. He'll yeah, be he'll fine. get another chance to maybe win the award. He's got a Disney yeah. Plus show coming eventually, probably. Oh, fucking oh, please, I not. <laughs> I honestly think... After playing Jedi Survivor Hunter quite a bit, there is now a part of me that's like, you know, I really. We've been talking about when's Cal gonna hop into live action, and we're all like, uh, we don't want it to happen. And people are like, oh, you'll show up in something random. I'm like, I honestly think that Disney will just scrape the bottom of the barrel at some point where they just turn these games into a show. Oh like, my they don't god! Even, that they'll just do that, and I'm like, oh, that'll be horrible. That. It'd probably be. It would potentially still be better than some of what they've been doing, mm. but I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, then it'd probably be like The Last of Us, where some parts I'm like, well, some some parts of Jedi uh, are really padded and the gameplay's stinky, so maybe you could cut a bit out and I might like it more as just to, just to watch along. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, innovation accessibility. Recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Uh, there's six nominations for this one, and they go a little something like this. Diablo 4. Uh, I believe we wrote that down. We did. Yeah. I convinced everybody. You're welcome. That's a point. Forza Motorsport. Did we write that one down? <laughs> no. Well, we, well, what the fuck were we thinking, guys? Come on, it's got cars. Cars are accessible to everybody. Hi-Fi Rush. Did we put iPhone? No. <laughs> I'm still we also only put that. five for this. Yeah, because we didn't know it would be six. Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man 2 we definitely six? put down. We did. Did we put we Mortal did. Kombat? No. <laughs> no. We did put Street Fighter, though. Yes. We did put so Street Fighter. 50-50. You know what I'm saying? 50-50. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, right? Is these are all good picks. I couldn't. I literally, I have no fucking clue. I genuinely. If have no I clue. had to guess, I'd go with Street Fighter just because I've heard the blind man at Evo story. That was so cool, dude. 
You know what, you've and convinced me. If they've got a blind man at Evo story there, okay, yeah. Uh, that's, I don't think that's any of these other games have a story me. like that attached to it, as far as I'm aware. Hmm. Yeah, that, I, okay, put me down for Street Fighter 6, and if it has a story like that, then yeah, it'll be in people's minds. I am personally... Well, I don't really want to vote for something... My personal vote is for something that I haven't really experience so i'm not gonna but that's really limiting my options here guys uh spider-man a hi-fi rush uh i'm just gonna give it to hi-fi rush because i like hi-fi rush you know there's there's sometimes a little bit of bias goes goes a long way dude there we go you know sometimes Um, that's what you do when you don't know what to vote for yeah (laughs) hunter's like you could skip the vote and i'm like no (laughs) i'll just have an uneducated guess thank you hunter um the best kind of vote that's how Brexit happened. Oops. Uh, anyway, what what? Uh, games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Uh, did we do nominations for this one? I feel like we didn't because no, we don't know no. enough. Okay, I that don't know makes what it any easier. of these are. Uh, I I know I quite a few of these. Cheer. A space for the unbound. Chance of Senar. Goodbye Volcano High. Cheer. Terra Nil and Vendor. Uh. I have no clue of what's what will win this. It's a bit... I'm gonna put down Chia because that's the only one I've heard of. You see, you I'm shouldn't because Tachia is not gonna win it. <laughs> Who, cares? What do you think is gonna win it? Space for the Unbound. I, I, I'm between that or Venba. I've heard like what the gist of Venba is being like this kind of uh, this immigrant family or this mm-hmm. of, of two parents that are like immigrants trying to parent their child with a in mind for the culture that they came from or whatever but a space for the unbound is another one i heard stuff about whenever it came out so i'm between those two and uh yeah i'll go with space for the unbound that's what i'm gonna go for as well Uh, and i'll give it my vote just because i love a bit of bias here i haven't played any of them um but it's the one that i've heard the most about so uh, that's what I'm going to go for. What are you going for, Kyle? You still going for cheer? Yeah. You go for it. You go for it. Uh, next up, <laughs> it's Kyle's favorite category. It's best ongoing game, guys. Uh, Kyle loves his uh, always online games. Oh, uh, is this is this the year? Yeah, is awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Uh, Apex Legends. Cyberpunk 2077. Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> it evolved Fortnite, into being playable. Congratulations. <laughs> they fixed it. That counts. Um... It shouldn't. <laughs> Game's playable now. Ugh. I'm not educated enough here to really think of anything. Because if Cyberpunk wins this, I feel like Cyberpunk's going to win it. I genuinely do. And I think it'll be a fucking. I think I'll have a massive laugh when it happens. <laughs> I think that's what's gonna happen. I think you know, put me down, Kyle. I think Cyberpunk's gonna win it, and I'm gonna laugh when it happens because uh, that's kind of fucked. Like, yeah, well done. You fixed your game. Very proud of you, CD Projekt. Thank you for doing that. But also, shouldn't really applaud you for best ongoing as going from shit to fixed. Like, I feel like that's No Man's Sky wasn't nominated for this category because it went from shit to fixed it's because they just kept going and going and no yeah they fixed it 
and then they just kept going and going and going. Where Cyberpunk's like, we fixed it now. On to Witcher 4. Yeah, this is what it should have launched as. Here yeah. you go. It's a single-player um, RPG. And, game yeah. works now. Yeah, it's, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna just throw my vote at Final Fantasy XIV. And then didn't it Same. win last year? I don't think it's gonna win um, again. John, I think I, it won last year. I just feel like it's a safe bet, and I don't want. I want to do everything I can to keep from willing Cyberpunk winning this into existence. I'll also, say, wanna, I'll also Cyberpunk say this: Ethan, FF14 also won in 2021, so it just keeps winning. Yeah. Stays winning. Uh, no, I, I think I'm going for this. I'm going for this evil Cyberpunk 2077 narrative. I think that people are that stupid that they are going to go for. Wow, what yeah, a great job! Stupid. And I'm going to vote That's for it because I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to commit to my bit. No. I'm a monster hunter. What are you going to do, eh? What are you going to do? <laughs> Sleep on it? <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? Kyle, what are you, are you, are you going for? FF14, your little home away from home. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Next up is everybody's favorite, best community support. It's the same fucking category. <laughs> I know. Right. Recognizing the game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates or patches. Bottles Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, No Man's Sky. There are two games that do not deserve to be here, Cyberpunk 2 2077 and Destiny 2, because... Not only has Cyber Cyberpunk, I'm pretty sure Destiny's community hates it. So yeah, it I think everybody here. hates Destiny at the moment. <laughs> to be honest, um, Destiny's in a really bad spot right now. Um, you know what? This one, it could go out. It could go to any of the other three. I feel like Baldur's Gate might get this one just because you know. Yeah, I can see mm-hmm. it. Because like, also... even before I've been playing the game, I've been seeing constantly Larry and just being like, "Yo, guys, we added this in this new patch." Mm-hmm. You know, I agree with you, and I'm gonna, uh, you know, yeah, I agree with you. I'm gonna give my vote to No Man's Sky because those guys always. Do. I, I I love the I love Hello Games, so I'm just gonna give them a quick little cheeky vote. But yeah, I do think Baldur's Gate Three will win. But I do kind of love. I still love the No Man's Sky kind of vibes where they just don't fucking talk and then just one on a random fucking Wednesday at 6pm they're just like next expansion is here here's <laughs> 60 million things we've added <laughs> have fun and then back into the dark I like that kind of vibe uh, Cal what are you going for? Uh, I put down Baldur's Gate hell yeah we're all in agreement on that one next up uh Next up is uh, Jeff's Worst Nightmare, best independent game uh, for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. Let's repeat that for Jeff in the back. Uh, yeah. A game made outside of the traditional publisher system. Uh, Cocoon. Uh, Dave the Diver, a game that was made in the traditional publisher system. Uh, <laughs> Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Um, I think Dave the Diver has received that much controversy surrounding this that it's not going to win. I feel like no. Jeff would. I feel like Jeff would be enough petty enough to rig the would, vote. Enough people who voted on this, like who, enough people who voted on the nominations, have brought this up now since it's been nominated. Oh, hundred percent. Dave the Diver can't win. Oh, I think this. I think this could go to. 
I think this, I think goes, this goes to Sea of Stars. Do you? Really? Yeah. You know, I'm in agreement. I think I'm, yeah. I'm also in agreement. Be- just solely because it reviewed so highly, and more importantly, everyone... Like, here's the thing. Dredge and Cocoon and Viewfinder have all reviewed well. But Sea of Stars was on Game Pass at launch. It was on PS Plus at launch. Basically, everybody who wanted to play this... Nintendo fans are stupid. They'll buy anything regardless, right? <laughs> That's true. So anybody that wanted this game had access to it. Mm-hmm. Every rev- And it reviewed so highly that I think, it, I think it's one of those things where... Even though the other games... Again, fantastic year for indies. Um, yeah, really even non-indies indies. like Dave the Diver, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think you I think you're onto something, Hunter. I think you're onto something. Oh, we're finally back to a category that we actually predicted. By the way, now. Oh we right, got, yeah. Well, we got three out of five of them there. Uh, yeah. What did we say? We first of all underestimated the ability of Dave the Diver to cheat, and then <laughs> we overestimated Pizza Tower and the Talos Principle. <laughs> I am uh, actually. Pizza Tower's about to show up. Pizza Tower's well, about yeah. to show up. And I also said that I think it was more likely that it would show up in uh, debut. Debut. Um, which it did. I just thought it would show up in both because I'm a man of culture. What can I say? Um, I'm kind of shocked that Talos Principle didn't get a nomination here because it also scored extremely high. In fact, I think Dave the Diver should have fucked off and then that should have been Talos Principle, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but there you go. Uh how are you voting for? Sorry, you never did you ever say? I put down Dredge. A, I think that's a that's a hunter. That's a hunter pick right there. That's like that's like getting into. I feel like in my heart of hearts, it's Sea of Stars. I think you're right. If not, I think it'd probably be Cocoon. Maybe V find Yeah, it if Sea of Stars doesn't get it. I could see Cocoon winning, but or I guess in the worst possible timeline, Dave the Diver just wins despite If not Dave the Diver indie. wins, then I'm not buying Dave the Diver. <laughs> that's a war Switch. crime. That's a fra- <laughs> that is a add that to the war crime tally hunter. Like that's add that to the death cons that we have <laughs> in the yeah. war room as we're going. There you go. Uh anyway, next up, uh time steps at the ready. Best debut indie game. For the best debut game created by a new independent studio, uh Cocoon, Dredge. Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. I think it's still really funny that we get to see Pizza Tower tour de pizza here on a, like an official award <laughs> ceremony. I think that's hilarious. Pizza Tower's getting my vote. I think Pizza Tower's going to win. Um, I think this is something where... Um, here's the thing, right? Is all these games, Dredge, Cocoon, Venba, Viewfinder, fantastic games. They'll all have... Uh, their fans and i'm sure they'll have quite a few critics votes the problem is pizza tower literally everyone on their mum played pizza tower who wanted to play it and they are rabid dude they are hungry yeah. they're like the genshin botters dude they're coming in here and they're voting every day like they're, they're getting <laughs> in here i believe in pizza tower nation it'd be cool to see pizza tower win here i think cocoon will win this one I think you're a traitor to the the tour de pizza force, dude. I'm very ashamed of you. <laughs> Kyle, what are you what are you picking? Pizza Tower. Kyle's a man of culture. Our he uh, nominations it. here are amusing to no end because not only did we leave one blank, <laughs> we 
Yeah, we, we did. Then, we had Pizza Tower, Dredge, Cocoon, which yep. were all correct, cool. but then we also had Eternites. Because we couldn't the... think, no, right? I want to I put this. Yeah, we couldn't think of any. We couldn't think of it, which ones were debuts or not, and we didn't have time to look yeah. up which were debuts. Also, one of not. the searches was wrong because, like, one, I'm pretty sure we talked about Viewfinder and thought that they said that they made something else. Yeah, I do. I also think. Yeah, so one of the searches was wrong. You know, what can I say? It's hard to do a live show like this one. So sometimes we make mistakes. Uh, yeah. What can I say? I'm sorry. Again, for the fifth time this episode, I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> anyway, we cook the pizza. We win in the award. Can't wait. Mamma Mia. It's a Mia, a Mario. Ben Star and Pizza Tower Supremacy. Wahoo. Anyway, Wahoo. Next up everyone's favorite best mobile game for the best game playable on a mobile device we have everyone's favorites final fantasy 7 ever crisis hello kitty island adventure which i solely think uh gets a nomination because of the south park episode like 20 years ago that predicted a game called hello kitty island adventure and it finally showed up i think that's the sole <laughs> reason this has got a nomination uh, Honkai Star Rail, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nail. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I think Honkai <sighs> Star Rail wins this one. Yeah, Honkai cry. Star Rail, and I hate everything. I'm going to vote for Final Fantasy VII because I'm a Final Fantasy VII shill, but uh, I think Honkai Star Rail will sweep this as the uh, Hoyo bots get their fucking probably pause in the vote. Honestly, <laughs> why couldn't you just have the decency to leave well enough alone with your singular? I'm sure Hoyo has already tweeted that everybody that gives them a vote gets five primo gems or whatever the fuck, you know? Like, uh, get yourself 1,000th of a way to your next waifu if you give us a vote real quick. And they're all like, mm, yes, thank you. Are we all in agreement then? And we just all think on guys yeah. going to win? Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Good discussion on mobile games, boys. Right, anyway, come back next year. (laughs) Best VR slash AR for the best game experience playable in virtual reality, uh, irrespective of platform. Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village VR, or Synapse. Hmm. I'm of two minds on this one. Really? Go ahead. Uh, I I think I know which one. The one is Gran Turismo, because it's the one I... I heard a bunch of people talking about. And then the other option is 2021 taught me to never bet against Lady Dimitrisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, Especially it's, in VR where it's much more personal where the people are being creepy uh, about her. Hmm. See, I think it's interesting because I think we'll be having this conversation next year as well because the Resident Evil 4 VR mode will probably also be nominated for this category next year. Uh, um, Resident Evil 4 is like... a exponentially better game (laughs) let's be real here if sony had some actual plans to make vr games in the future the fact that resident evil 4 is getting a vr mode would 100 percent incentivize me to be thinking towards it more but i just have no faith in playstation making anything for it um i am personally of a mind that i think it's going to be gran turismo just because of how crazy people were saying it was in terms of like it does you know like when you look at prior vr modes in the past people are like oh it's a downgrade and stuff like that whereas you know resident evil 7's vr mode we've already had that kind of wow they managed to do it and they didn't drop any quality or drop the ball whereas it's not as fresh as gran turismo being like oh no this is a console vr game and it looks as good as the like next gen it's fooling people right i feel like it was one of those things i guess the only thing 
I guess one thing that would maybe give me pause about it is like the experience might have a bit more because to get like the full experience, you kind of would want the sim wheel and all that. <laughs> you want too. the fucking setup, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's like, an even higher barrier to entry, but Overall, but at the same time, we're talking about VR right. here, Hunter. No one owns these fucking things. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. What you've got to remember here is I think all of these games, I don't know about Synapse and Humanity, actually, but I know for a fact that Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, and Resident Evil Village VR are all exclusive to PlayStation and VR because mm-hmm. two of them are PlayStation exclusives. And as far as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, it's Sony that actually helps, gives money to the Resident Evil team to make these VR modes. They help make them, and that's why they're all exclusive. Hmm. So, at the end of the day, it's it's just a, it's a PSVR 2 contest here. The five people that own them are deciding the fate of this award uh, category. That's true, and the five people that own them do really like Gran Turismo's <laughs> VR mode. So. Of course they do. Then <laughs> 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 they wasted $500 on a fucking VR headset. Of course they didn't have enough money to buy a wheel as well, Hunter. What are you expecting? Dude? Like, come on. Kyle, what are you thinking? I put down Gran Turismo. Mm. Hunter, what am I putting you down for? Gran Turismo. Okay. Hell yeah. I can't wait for it to be Resident Evil, and I've once again, <laughs> once again convinced you to join me in the wrong answer. Anyway, next up is an interesting category. Best action game for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. Uh, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Remnant 2. Uh, I think it's going to be Armored Core. Yeah, me too. This is the part yeah. where we owe you an apology, Ethan, because you, we nominated Resident Evil 4 here, and you didn't want to. Yeah, I, so, I, I will accept your apology. You, um, you know, I'm always right. <laughs> never wrong, as we've seen today. I'm never wrong. Uh, especially not about Starfield. But... Uh, if I've learned one thing in my life of doing this podcast for the past four years, three and a half years, it's uh, don't mess with From Software friends. They're a different breed. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and this is the only category that it's nominated for, so... It will win. Uh, my yeah. my heart is my vote will go for Hi-Fi Rush, as always, but I think Armored Core 6 will win. Yeah. Are we all in agreement there? I think so. Yes. Cool. It's, I love it when we're in agreement. It just makes it, everything so much easier. Uh... Best action adventure game. Uh, this is. Let me hang on. Let me read this. It says for the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. And also, Ethan was fucking right. Get in the bin. That's what the. That's the official thing. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, check is in the mail. Uh, <laughs> Alan Wake two, Marvel Spider Man two. What? What do you know? Is, 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 is do my eyes deceive me? Is that Resident Evil four in action adventure? That's crazy. Wow. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom. Um. Zelda wins this, right? Why did yeah. we put Dave the Diver in our predictions? Well, you see, because <laughs> people wouldn't let me people wouldn't let me put Resident Evil 4 cow when I was trying to make yeah. the argument that it's action adventure. <laughs> That's why. Otherwise we got this category, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh I just want to say, yeah, I think Tears of the Kingdom will win it. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, my personal vote is still good. I'm still in my head. If you were to ask me at the start of this year would my, ethan's internal dilemma would still be sitting here talking like literally my internal dilemma at the moment is resident evil 4 and tears of the kingdom that is genuinely what i'm thinking at the end of this year and i'm like i wasn't if you asked me at the start of the year this was what i'd be thinking i'd be like you're mental you're absolutely crazy but uh <clears throat> that's how i'm feeling at the moment but yeah i think yeah tears of the kingdom i mean 
yeah. all pretty good games. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, bit of a buggy uh, mess. Uh, it works now, though, guys. It works. At least it got nominated this time. It didn't get nominated uh, last time around. Didn't get nominated for anything. Because everyone yeah, was... forgot about it because it was out in December, so it missed the actual year. And then, and then it was Smash Bros, was so it got forgotten the following. Against... Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Um, and yeah, Resident Evil Four, fantastic. Alan Wake Two, fantastic. Marvel Spider Man Two. Uh, are we all in agreement, or is anyone on Zelda? Yeah. yeah. Okay then. Nice and easy. Next up, best RPG for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Oh, look, there's Starfield. Oh, look, fucking hell. Squinting, you'll miss it, guys. There it we is. Found it's only it. We found it. God, I thought I told <laughs> Jeff to put it in all the other categories. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16. Xbox Tax. <laughs> Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Um, Baldur's Gate wins this, doesn't it? Baldur's Gate yeah. clears. Questionably. Easily. Yeah. Uh, my vote, uh, I'm personally going to vote for Final Fantasy sixteen, um, Because, uh, sorry Starfield, but there's an Xbox tax, so I can't vote for you. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Like, that's not allowed. No, I've, like I say, I've been having this conversation with myself, um, and we were talking while you were asleep, Hunter, that it's like, it's really interesting coming to the end of the year because you have all these kind of visceral, kind of very, per, like, guttural reactions to video games as you're in there playing them, right? But then after you've, like, waited six, a couple of months, you've simmered down and you think about it, you kind of you get gotta, your more reflective you gotta emotions. You get back into the mindset of, okay, what do I still feel now? Yeah, because it's than... a lot different, right? And it's like, I yeah. still... It's like I was talking where it's like, I hated Raincode quite a damn bit when I played it. But now that all the terrible gameplay has escaped my mind and my memory, really, and all I'm left with is what the actual experience was, I end up liking it. I'm more positive on it now than I was five months ago because I just remember I really liked the characters and the story and the world that they'd created, right? It's like one of those... Yeah. And Starfield's one of those things where it's like, man, those first 20 hours, I absolutely loved. But now, looking at it three months later... I don't remember shit other than not liking the ending, <laughs> like and being like, "Hey, some of the characters I liked Samco and I liked Sarah Morgan and uh, I liked uh, a couple like Andresia and uh, some of the characters." But it was still just another Bethesda game. Is it my favorite Bethesda game? Probably, but also that's not saying much because I've never really clicked with them as much as I did Starfield. But yeah, Baldur's Gate Three is going to win this. Um, it's a it's a freebie, yeah, really. I'd love to be proven wrong, but <laughs> not because I don't like Baldur's Gate, but just because I love a bit of controversy. Um, but also, great games all around. Lies of P, man. What a fucking... I'm so glad that Lies of P actually turned out good. Like, Yeah, it's nice to see. Uh, th this category cracks me... Well, actually, it's more so our action nominations that cracked me up because we just assumed games that ended up in other places were going to be nominated there. <laughs> and like I said, our version of that category is better because it yeah. didn't have Dead Island. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but like I say, I think you've got to look at it at a certain lens, right? It's like, even if 
something does lean on the action genre if it has an rpg heritage or people like people are just going to make those assumptions regardless it doesn't matter yeah. what genre it doesn't matter what combat system final fantasy is going for final fantasy is always going to be considered at the end of the day an rpg um you just kind of got to roll with the dice really like rpg is such a generic term anyway we always talk about technically every modern game is an rpg when you think about it uh, yeah. in some way shape or form even when they shouldn't be looking at you assassin's creed but you know, we'll just have to roll with it. Anyway, next up, best fighting game, where I actually owe an apology here to Kyle for saying God of you Rock sure do. wouldn't get a nomination. And you know, Kyle, I do apologize. I forgot that only five games did come out in the fighting ca- game category this year, so my apologies. Right. Um, I forgive you, best buddy. For the best game design, primarily around head to Nick All-Stars, too, so... That's and I just want to say, guys, if this was like apology. Oscars, you know how like Oscar films always like Oscar nominated when they ne- they didn't win fucking anything, but like Oscar nominated picture. If you ever want to be game award nominated uh, game, just make yourself a fighting game. Just fucking release it whenever you want because you can get like a twenty two on Open Critic and you'll still be nominated. <laughs> it'll still only be five <laughs> fuckers at the end of the day. True, like God of Rock only got nominated because people know that it's a fighting game. Yeah, those mm. like it got like a fifty odd. Nobody it? seemed like to like it. Or sixty odd. It was. It was. It was not too hot on the. Uh, I mean, it, it's a cool concept. If it's nothing a cool else, concept. But yeah, but just seems like it wasn't to like executed it. well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, God of Rock, uh, Mortal Kombat One, Nick All Stars Pool <clears> Two, Pocket Bravery, Street Fighter Six. How many did we get of these? I assume we got three. We got four. Four. Yeah. Oh, did you put God we of Rock in the end, and I was just bitter about it? Well, you. Well, yes. Okay, perfect. Um, you deleted God of Rock off the board and put Bingo in there instead. So, a free <laughs> so thanks, best buddy. Why did I Still do that? Lands on God I don't of know. Rock. You were really the... angry, I guess. Why did I put Bingo, though? I don't know. But... Why do you do anything? Anyway, yeah, That's... the only one that was technically wrong was the... Uh, Idol Showdown. Yeah, Kyle tried to nominate a VTuber game. <laughs> Look, it was the say... fifth fighting game I could think of, Hunter. I, also want I don't to say, know what pocket I'm glad we're is. all in agreement that we don't really remember why I put bingo because I'm like, is this Josephine's terrible memory? I'm just glad we all forgot that shit went down. So that's good. I just knew Hunter. that you deleted God of Rock. Yeah, I, 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 that sounds that that sounds familiar, Hunter. It's the bingo yeah. that I don't understand. Uh, I anyway, we're trying to indicate um, maybe free space or something since we didn't have a fifth slot. No, oh, okay, mm. cool. Uh, anyway, I think Street Fighter Six wins this. Yeah, yeah this Fighter fight City. is between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And I think and Street Fighter Despite came on top. Mortal Kombat being the more popular thing generally, Street Fighter's always been more respected. Yeah, true. My uh, only like hiccup here is that um Mortal Kombat one did win was it the Golden Joysticks? Is that what happened recently? I don't who cares about that. that it won some down, other award show. Probably shouldn't have. I it think definitely Street, shouldn't I have. I think Street Fighter Six is more of a game awards win. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to... I think that's pretty much of a lock. Because like, like Hunter said, Mortal Kombat is the popular one. Uh, Street Fighter Six is uh, the more kind of awards kind of one for me, yeah. personally. And then Tekken's always the most consistent. Because um, if you look at the history of all Tekken games, they always... like I think all of them get like an 82 exactly. Like I know Tekken 7 <laughs> and Tekken 6 both got an 82. And it's just like, oh wow, consistency's key over there. Whereas Street Fighter's like, Street Fighter 6 is really up here. Launch Street Fighter 5, let's go into the fucking ground. <laughs> like, mm. you know, like, bit hit and miss. Although, 
they're trying to lose some of that fucking hype with uh, oh, the God. DLC, dude. Oh, like, oh, would you dude, like to spend six bajillion? Talk uh, about it. Uh, anyway, I think we're all in agreement there. Let's move on. Yeah. Best family game. Uh, can we just say uh, the, the best family is for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform? Nintendo, what did the money not go through to Jeff's account? What happened? There's some non-Nintendo games in here for once. What happened, dude? <laughs> I like that the picture for party animals is just a crocodile with some shades. Yeah, I it's really like just it. For that. It's getting my vote just for that. Like, that there you I'm go. Glad the well party done. animals got nominated. The game looks fun, and if I had an Xbox, I would play it. Yeah, I have an Xbox. I'm not playing. I'm not playing it though. Um, well, you don't really have other people to play it with. Just... Yeah, I think I think Mario Wonder wins. Oh yeah, unquestionably. Um. Pikmin 4 thinks he's part of the gang, dude. Like, genuinely. Like, <laughs> uh, that's that's why I think this this category is stupid, because a lot of times it just, they just stick Nintendo games in here. And I'm like... Pikmin 4 should... Is, is Pikmin 4 nominated for strategy? It is. Yeah, okay, it good. is. Okay, It'll I'm like, because... Which conveniently is the next category. Oh, perfect. That worked. What I'll a enjoy segue. your 20 second timestamp if you were looking for best family. Like, I hope you enjoyed that one. Yeah. Uh, worth <laughs> the click. Uh, best simulation strategy for the best game focused on real time or turn based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2, Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem, fucking engage. And Pikmin 4. Uh, my vote goes for Pikmin 4. Yeah, Pikmin 4 is probably going to win this one because Pikmin fans But here's the thing, Advanced Wars it. is too niche. Company of yeah. Heroes 3, I don't see. City Skylines 2 released in such a rough state that I doubt it. And uh, Fire Emblem Engage, I don't care if you're a Fire Emblem fan it or not, I think we can all game. agree. Fire Emblem Engage is fucking shit. Like, it's a bad game. Don't it's need like to think about that one. Hunter, emotions haven't changed. They're still visceral for that one. They're still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Man still I, hasn't played past like chapter three. I still hate it. And you never will. <laughs> I never will. I He'll sooner I, play the Three Hopes game that he hasn't touched yet. How would you <laughs> the go Warriors from three, game. How would you go from three houses to that? Like genuinely, how would you go from interesting enough story, bit clunk, clunky gameplay to we fixed the gameplay? What? Well, shit, we forgot to do a story. Like oh. <laughs> Pepsi Man's God. There you go. Perfect. Man, Sign if it was off. actual Pepsi Man, that would make the game like ten thousand percent better. Um, but yeah, Pikmin clears this. I think. Mm. Yeah. Next up is probably uh, is it sports and racing time? It is sports. It and is. Racing time. Everyone's favorite category uh, for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. Remember when Crash was in this for CTR and it won? Yeah, that, that was, was the best year. That was the great. That was great. That was great. That was great uh, the nominations are EA Sports FC Twenty Four, F One Twenty Three, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels, Unleashed Two, Turbocharged, The Crew Motorfest. Uh, I'm putting my vote for Forza here um, because it's yeah. the only kind of prestige title. Two of them are annual. Uh, the crew is a Ubisoft game and Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. It's probably fun, but also it's more of a quirky pick. There was a sick and twisted part of me that wanted to pick Hot Wheels. I think it's the second one is likely, Kyle, if that makes it any better. (laughs) I think that if Forza doesn't win, it will be Hot Wheels. Even if people wanted to vote for FIFA, they couldn't anymore because they'd spell it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We all know 
FIFA players can't read, so they're not gonna. They're like, yeah, but you know, they, they are good at image uh, processing, so they might see that that is the box art for it and go, "Ooh, man, kick ball! That be FIFA," <laughs> and they click on it. There you go. <laughs> my... I know that one. I know, I know that, that one. Sport. Man, kick ball! That's my favorite game. Man, um, I love kickball. Anyway, that's enough of that one. Uh, best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. That's an interesting I'd like to list. I point out, Party Animals has more nominations than Starfield. That's the spirit. Good job. Party <laughs> I'd also like to point out Party Animals has more nominations than Dead Space as well, then, if we're playing that game. <laughs> <It does>. <laughs> and you know what I say, guys? I see funny alligator with sunglasses. I click. <laughs> I think it's funny because I played one of these games and could have voted for it, but I'm not voting for that shit. Mario Bros. is not. I'm not counting that. Um. Uh, hmm. So sadly, I don't think party animals will actually win. Probably I don't know. Oh. Um, I'm not. So I feel like Baldur's Gate would be potentially an easy answer, but I don't know what the temperature check on the multiplayer of See, that is. I don't is. think it is. I don't think it is because I think it's too niche. Like, I think See, I... 90% of people that have played Baldur's Gate 3 played it on their fucking own. A lot of what I've heard about, maybe, but also, like, it is just D&D, the video game, so yeah. there's, like, plenty of nerds who probably gathered up a, you know, band of friends to play this game with. Yeah, but you've got to ask, are, are the normies that played Multiplayer Borders Gate 3 in large enough quantities to outvote fighting game fans or Diablo nerds? Uh, that's what I'm asking myself, <laughs> yeah. Uh... I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't think Baldur's Gate wins this one. And I'll be happily wrong, but I just don't think it will happen. Because kind of local co-op and stuff like that um, doesn't really tend to win this one. It's usually an online thing. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Street Fighter, because I just don't want Diablo to win. Oh, yeah. That's the spirit. (laughs) Well, just because it's just, it's so shit. Did you not, like, they had, like, $30 horse armor or some shite. I'm like, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Street Fighter, I know, just had six bajillion that. dollar skins. <laughs> like, oh, fuck it out. $100 Maybe I do want Baldur's Gate. the death of a thousand cuts, but uh, I'm, I'm sure Diablo has more than one instance of $30 horse armor. Probably. It also has, like, seasonal resets and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll go Street Fighter 6 on uh, my end. Uh, what about you two? I also vote for Street Fighter to win i'm going baldur's gate on this one you go go for it i'm pretty sure like so i didn't try out any of the multiplayer because hunter didn't have the game at the time and sam is impossible (laughs) to get a hold of but i feel like getting a game like getting a group of friends together to play baldur's gate 3 that sounds like a good night that sounds like a really fun time i'm sure it does but like i say i just don't know how many people will actually do it 
Yeah, that's especially that's because the <clears throat> hang up that I have is I don't. Especially know it's such a fucking long game. It. It's long enough for single person to go through it. Imagine trying to organize your friends to play through it. Like, oh my! But God. that's what D and D is, Ethan. Yeah, working no one has fucking time with that. your friends. The people who have time for that hey, have a D and D session. That, that, that's it. They don't need it. They've already got one. They've got D and D at home, literally. Anyway, <laughs> best adaptation. Recognizing extending creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the Super Mario Bros. movie, and Twisted Metal. Unlikely thing to ever happen. I honestly am still shocked that the Twisted Metal show was somehow, like, well-received in the end. Yeah. I'm still forever grumpy that this category didn't show up until after the original Castlevania show was done. I agree. Because <laughs> now the Castlevania show has to compete against The Last of Us and Mario. Yeah, Sorry, and I'm, dude, I, I, I know what I'm doing. I show on here. And probably the other season of this Castlevania show. Probably. I'm kind of sad, though, because, like, there's been some good stuff this year. Like, mm-hmm. and some just, like, some goofy stuff. It depends, like, what best adaptation is and stuff like that. So it's, like, it's interesting, right? Uh, I know what I'm voting for. Uh, I'm voting for the, the Last of Us. Wins this because the Last and I think the Last of Us also wins, wins it. Stuff. Yeah, which is um, well, one I do think Last of Us is it's brilliant. It is a brilliant adaptation. Like it's one of those things where people are like, a lot of people are like, yeah, play the game or whatever. And I'm like, no, if you are casual and you really do not give a shit about video games, you can go ahead and watch the HBO Last of Us show, and you can get you'll get exactly what people that play the video game got out of it. Will you miss mm-hmm. certain characters and certain things? Yes. But you also get better adaptations of some of the characters in some ways, like the Bill episode. Like, genuinely, like, my God. If anything, it's one no of those things... all right gameplay getting in between the story beats. <laughs> if anything, it's one of those things where I'm like, if you've played The Last of Us, I'd highly recommend you watch The Last of Us because you get a lot out of it, especially episode three. Like, my God, episode three. I'm like, wow. That should have been... that Like... It wouldn't work for a game, and I'm glad that they did it that way. Which is why I'm interested to see what they do with the rest of the story, to be honest. Because I think, uh, in a TV show, I think they might be able to handle it in a better way, where yeah, people won't get I angry. Think the second game story probably works better as a TV show than it does. I agree. A, a game. Um, but we'll see, I guess. But yeah, I think The Last of Us wins it. Sorry, Mario fans. I think Mario could, if enough audience voted for it, but I think Last of Us is going to get all the critic uh, votes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Mario didn't have the same kind of crossover appeal that Last of Us did. I think the thing is, is yeah, Mario was good for fans, but wasn't a great movie. It was just kind of it was a it was thing okay. that happened. Yeah. Uh, the whereas of, the Last like, of Us, people get drool. People drool over HBO shows, regardless of source material. All well, because the they're good for the most part. They have a few misses, <laughs> yeah. like the final season, like the last, the final couple of bits of uh, Game, of, Game Thrones, of Thrones, right? But, yeah. um. Like, that's what the thing is, is I, because I hadn't really watched many HBO shows, and then I go into The Last of Us, I'm like, okay, no, I understand when people say a HBO show, that why they classify them on a, their own little tier, and it's because they're, they're kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty easy vote. Uh, most anticipated game, I will say. Uh, recognizing an announced game that has demonstrated <laughs> demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Uh, I think this is a very weak list for anticipated game. Um, oh, technically. Mainly here, because I was saying this to before, again, you weren't here, Hunter, because you were asleep, but I said to Kyle yeah. that I think this is the first time ever where 
four of the five nominees are supposed to be out within the first three to four months of the year, where it's not even like a lot of the time because you know we've been riding these waves forever. And then the last had... one is questionable whether it'll even be in the year or not. Yeah, Hades yeah. will be in early access by the end of next year, probably. Um, but like, yeah, Tekken and Like a Dragon are literally next month. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy is the month after end that. Of February. And Star Wars is supposed to be out before physical year. So it's supposed to be April. So, like, it's crazy. Um, I think it's between Final Fantasy and Hades. Yeah. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Which one am I more excited for right now? Final Fantasy or the Hades 2? The one with 2? the release date? Final Fantasy, because it's in two months. That's why I'm more well, anticipated. Yeah. Because, again, I can't wait for Hades 2. Yeah. I will probably play it on PC in early access. That's how excited I am. I will probably do that. But I don't know when it's fucking coming out. Whereas True. Final Fantasy 7... I think Final Fantasy VII is in that beautiful place where it's two months away, and we still don't know what the fuck they're playing at. We don't know what they're cooking. There's over also there. a lot of it just. There's been a lot of buzz about this game in general since June. Yeah. Mm. That being said, I'm voting for Hades. Yes, you are. <laughs> of course he is. I'm voting for Seven Rebirth. Man's knows um, what he likes, Ethan. Well, no, I also do, and I also think it could win it. But I also I'm going yeah. with. The gamer hive mind brains are short and stupid. We go with what's closer. Because if any, because you know, if we were talking about games that people were are anticipated for forever, GTA Six would be here, and so would Hollow Knight Silk Song. But we're not crazy, okay? Hollow Knight coming out, dude. No, it's not. You would almost have a point, but also we've spent the past several years where games that don't even come out the following year have won this award. Yeah, how many years in a row was Tears of the Kingdom on there? Called Breath of the Wild sequel. But Hunter, what what are you expecting? When we literally had a year where in like 2021 or whatever, they were like, yeah, the most anticipated games are like Elden Ring, Zelda, and these were all games that like didn't have release dates yet. Like Elden Ring didn't have a release date for years and it was there every single time. Whereas all of these, bar Hades, has a release date and Hades is still technically 2024. This hasn't happened before where we have a year like this where everything's basically got a locked date. Yeah. And that's because everyone's playing their cards close to their chest because maybe next year, don't want to scare people, might be a quieter year for games. Maybe. Mm. Quieter than this year? Definitely. <laughs> but again, when it, whereas 2018 was quieter than 2017, 2018, I think, had the big, bigger hitters because it had, because yeah, we had fantastic games. We had Breath of the Wild, but we had Red Dead and God of War in 2018, which I think were made equal splashes to Breath of the Wild, and it was just m- m- big FUD right at the end of the year. And I think GTA will probably do the exact same next year <laughs> if it makes it. Uh, we've got a co- couple to skip now, haven't we? Yeah. Just one. Just one? Oh, content creator of the year, content guys. Let me, let me have a quick little gander of this little bugger right here, dude. I love content. I love creating. Uh, I don't know who Cypher or Spreen are. Actually, I think Cypher might be a fucking... Is he a COD person? He looks like a COD person. Quackity, I've heard of, <laughs> I don't know. People Make Games made that Roblox documentary, and I am I know Iron Mouse. Uh, I'll just be a normie and vote for Iron Mouse, dude. I love VTubers. I love I love VTubers. What can I say? Big VTuber man. 
I Wait, so a documentary team got nominated this year? People make games, yeah. They make a documentary. Cool. Uh, well, they make like uh, investigations and stuff about uh, game the games industry. Mm. Uh, well, that's neat. I voted for them. That, that would be where my vote. I probably was. should have voted for them because, uh, but they're not going to win. They're not a streamer, and I'm tired of this being. Yeah, the I'm also award. like, why? How the fuck has Scott the Walls never been nominated for this? I still stand by that. Like, yeah, he should have been nominated in 2020, but the fact that he still hasn't. Um, I don't know who this guy is, but Quackity's name is funny, so thumbs up for that. <laughs> like I say, the only thing that I will give um, is like at least Iron Mouse. Um, she does like a lot of stuff for charity. She has like immunodeficiency and stuff like that. So she's like, oh, like, okay. so she actually like, she didn't have a life. Like her life was kind of in shambles before streaming, and she managed to find this career and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, that's really cool, and she's doing some good stuff with it. So that's oh, why that's I'm like, cool. hey, that's actually a streamer that I can get behind for this kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of the time it's just Call of Duty player number sixty two, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care for that. Uh, best esports game. Here's friend of other big streamer. <laughs> I love that's my favorite one where you're like who and it's like it's, it's everybody knows his friend and it's like no no I don't. Uh, best esports game. Uh, one day esports will be removed from this fucking uh, award ceremony. I give it another two years to be honest. I think Jeff has <laughs> slowly realized that no one cares about the esports that, parts. That it's the same games every year. Yeah. yeah Counter Strike Two, Dota Two, League of Legends, PUBG, Valorant. I'm fucking voting for Valorant. It will be Valorant. They can do like surely there's an esports award thing that happens every year, right? Why is he gotta Why is he gotta bother with this? I think he did it 10 years ago because esports was riding that wave. And I think now it's just kind of stuck with it. And I like I say, I think he'll drop it in a couple of years because I think he realizes nobody cares about this for the Game Awards. I hope so. And somehow. Uh, I think Valorant will win because Counter-Strike 2 has had a bit of a rough launch and uh, all the other three are a bit from PUBG Mobile. Like, fucking hell, if that wins, like, bloody hell. PUBG Mobile didn't get mo- voted for Mobile Game of the Year, but it got into esports. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I'll go with Valorant. Uh, you guys yeah, the same? Valorant. But... Hunter, you, you're the I most important thing. to the options, to be honest. Uh... Uh, they were PUBG Mobile. <laughs> I've got already changed pages. PUBG Mobile, Valorant, uh, Counter-Strike 2. Counter-Strike 2, Dota 2, uh, Dota and League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends will probably win because esports players are stupid and hate themselves so and then are we done for get up to game of the year yeah oh cool let me look at the who has the funniest name then for best esports athlete real quick right uh faker <laughs> zywu demon one hydra ruler and imperial they all sound like fucking they all sound like dictators so i'm gonna go for the guy that sounds that zywu he sounds like a pokemon like cry dude there you go perfect <laughs> Uh, best esports team: Evil Geniuses, Fnatic, Gaming Gladiators, JD Gaming, or Team Vitality. Gonna go with Evil Geniuses. That's the funniest name, you know. Gotta go for the funniest. Best esports coach. Like that. Why is this a fucking category? No offense to any of these people that have been uh, nominated. Why the fuck is this here? It's gonna get announced in the text in the corner. I think I heard someone else talking about these games, saying or say, talking about this whole ordeal, saying that. One of these guys who got nominated didn't do any esports coaching. Do you know which one it is? Because like, I'll vote. Why would you guys nominate me? <laughs> what, what it gives? Which one is it? The Dave uh, the Diver of esports. Yeah. Uh, 
best esports coach, I'm going to give it to the person that has to deal with fucking League of Legends players because he's like, fucking hell, he needs a fucking hero for that one, dude. Jeez, what? Imagine that. Uh, best esports event, dude. You know, I, 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 Evo. That's the only one I know. Thanks, bestie. Yeah, I, you I got really you. The annoying thing is you. Evo, like, never wins this. I know. But it's the right only there. rep that the FGC gets. And then. I think the last one is Game of the Year. uh, Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. It's time for a war, ladies and gentlemen. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Mario Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I still stand by this. I, again, don't like the second half of Final Fantasy sixteen. The fact that Mario got a nomination over Final Fantasy sixteen for this award is fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't understand. I haven't played Mario yet, but I'm inclined to agree. It's more Mario, and Mario's good, but also, if you were to ask me, hey... Even though you hated you hated half of the story in Final Fantasy sixteen, would you rather play another good Mario game or a brilliant first half of a Final Fantasy? I'll take that Final Fantasy, please and thank you. Like, I just I think that Mario is here because of recency bias. Yeah, and, and I think like, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't want to recount the vote. Yeah. And saying this as somebody who, like potentially likes resident evil 4 like i i think it would have still been cool to nominate like hi-fi rush or something instead of resident evil because resident evil 4 is a great game it was already one of the best games ever and they did it again yeah my point is more so that maybe we should celebrate something new (laughs) i think my problem here is and i i i think people have noticed this too more than in other years, especially without the indie rep that we usually get, or the smaller game rep, is this is just which sequel's the best. That's not. That's why I'm still. I'm like, yeah, haha, clown. We all joked about Starfield, you stupid goofy goober. I would have rather have had Starfield on here because at least it's a new IP. Like, I, I want some evidence to be of fair new. to Baldur's Gates. It's not here because it's a sequel to the other two. Yeah. No, and, and let's be real here. I don't think Alan Wake 2 is also here because it's yeah. a sequel to Alan Wake. I Well, actually, it might because critics are crazy, right? Then they do love the original Alan Wake. But it's a great game in its own right. And all these games are great in their own right. But I also am kind of like, this is kind of represents... 2023 is an absolutely brilliant year for games. It was... But I also can't help but feel that the only reason that this year was such a brilliant year for games was because it was just the year that ended up being where all the se- the anticipated sequels to games we've been waiting for all chimed in on this year. Yeah. Because mm. in terms of original IP, other than in the indie space and in smaller projects like Hi-Fi Rush, we've been really lacking. And it's like, man... It's like when we've talked about this a million times when we look at Sony's portfolio at the moment. It's just like, oh, every studio is just making a sequel to a game they've already made in the past. And you're just like, oh, fucking, this kind of sucks. And you just got to hope that Bend is making something good. And like, oh, well, maybe we'll hope for the best. But it's like, man, I would have loved if Starfield got on here. I would have loved it if um, Hi-Fi Rush especially got on here. 
I would have loved it if Final Fantasy 16 would have been on here because even though it's a numbered entry in the franchise, at least Final Fantasy is a standalone. So it's like, at least yeah. it's like, hey, it's a brand new story in the Final and it's a good Final Fantasy. And it's doing something different. It's doing something different. Um, I mean, I can make, like I say, I can make arguments for for a lot of things. It's like, in my, I, even Spider-Man 2, I'm like, Spider-Man 2 is a great game. But also... I'd swap high five rush out for it in heartbeat because it just is yeah. something new. I, I'd yeah. like that. Um, it's obviously it's between Baldur's Gate and Zelda, and I think but like we've had this conversation for six bajillion times this podcast this year on this podcast uh, so far. Uh, I'm voting for Zelda because it's it's probably my game of the year. Um, but I think I think Baldur's Gate three will win on the same premise of last year of Elden Ring versus God of War of God of War has already won and it's a sequel. Same here. Zelda already has won and it is basically another Breath of the Wild which is great. It's fantastic. It's one of the best games ever made. But Baldur's Gate 3 feels fresh and new and is also equally good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you for taking Baldur's Gate. It does mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like there's another game on the market that does what Baldur's Gate does. And it definitely like lit a spark back into the the RPG genre. It help it feels like it helped bring the role playing back into role playing games instead of just you're following someone some character's story. Feels like you're kind of following your own story. And you're making wrong. the I'm journey like, in along any, the in, way. In, in, in any other in any other year, even if we like in any other year, I think Tears of the Kingdom would hands down win Game of the Year in any other year. Oh yeah, very easily. Um, but like I say, I just think it is because Zelda is more Zelda, and it's brilliant, and it's fantastic, and it's Breath of the Breath of the Wild, and it's an m- amazing game. But it is just more Zelda, whereas Baldur's Gate Three again is kind of standing on its own because one not that many people played Baldur's Gate in the past before Baldur's Gate 3 this is a big jumping on point for a lot of people and mm-hmm. also there hasn't been a Baldur's Gate in a very long time so it's a it feels like a massive leap right whereas Zelda is just kind of we always joked about oh they just chuck Skylands on the top of the map but it is still the same engine it's the same words it's just making more of it Hunter how are you feeling oh I know it's like picking your children here. I'm going to pick Zelda. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do the typical hunter play here where I pick (laughs) the one I like more, even if it's probably wrong. Respect. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, gotta go with your gut, man. Gotta go with your gut. If you're feeling it, you're feeling it, you know? Yeah. Uh, But there you go. That's all of our, I believe that's it. Are we done? Is that all of our things? It is. We've got a full table, baby. You love to see it. Um, which leads us onto the final part of the show. Um, as we always like to do with our nominations, uh, obviously, Jeff has unfortunately, I'm so sorry to report, has gotten rid of the world premiere from every trailer that we will see uh, next week. They will just unfortunately be just trailers, guys. I'm sorry. They're not world premieres anymore. They're just trailers. But we're still going to get announcements and stuff like that. So, I'll throw it to the audience, and by throwing it to uh, the audience, I mean, I'll throw it to Hunter, because we know what Cal's like, and Cal's just here for the vibes. Uh, Hunter, do you have any predictions? I have a couple, couple, Um, but... I've got 
a couple kicking around here. I guess Go the first it. one I'll say is I think it's very likely that we see a trailer for a new Monster Hunter game here. Oh, I didn't have that one. <laughs> yeah, because... Is that the... Capcom... Are you assuming that's the Capcom game that... Yeah. They're like, not wanting to talk about for some reason, but they're... I don't think it's Resident Evil. I don't think it's a new Resident Evil yet, and Monster Hunter... It's going to be more like Monster Hunter World than it was the ones on the Switch. Oh, well, yeah. Monster it's Hunter definitely World. not Resident Evil. Even though they've just come out and said more Resident Evil remakes are on the way, which is always a fun time, because now everyone's going, ooh, which one will it be? Well, the fact that they there's only like two to choose from. No, I I I think you severely doubt what they would do, Kyle. I think I, there's. I, I feel like we're at a stage now where Capcom's just gonna remake every game in the canon. Yeah, yeah. I I also agree. I think it's a choice between Zero, One, Code Veronica, and Five. I think that those are the four. That I think the two at. actual choice, like those are possible. I think it's mostly between Five and Veronica. Yeah, I also agree. And if they do Veronica, then I think they'll do zero or one before they get to five. I think they're more than, yeah, I think them. well, I think they want to set up Wesker a bit before they yeah, do five. Because if, you, if you're just playing the remakes, if you're somebody who has not played the originals, and you're like, you'll literally you be like, him yet. you don't know him. You'll just see that guy at the end mm. of four remake and you'll be like, ooh, fuck are you, mate. I, I He's a bit more prominent in Ada's DLC than he was in yeah, Ada's he is. story originally. But, yeah, but most of the know. normies will be like, either, I don't know who you are, or is that the guy from Dead by Daylight? Like, that's what they're going to be like. And it's like, yeah. you can't have that going into Resident Evil 5, dude. <laughs> you can't have that. Yeah, it's so... kind of, yeah, it's kind of the culmination of the original story in a way before six <laughs> did six right but it's the the end of all of that but yeah i like i agree with hunter i think you'll 100 percent remake all four of those at some point um people i love how people are like no they're not gonna remake resident evil one i'm like they absolutely are going to remake resident evil one at some point they are 100 percent gonna do it again in the modern style it's capcom they like money they sure do Maybe. um my first one um i'm trying to pick i don't know do i want to pick something that you don't have uh oh i'm shooting from the hip here so are you shooting from the hip okay (laughs) yeah i think we get a hellblade 2 release date from xbox that seems likely it's supposed um, to come out sometime next year. And, and Phil Spencer said like this week this that it's coming voice. very soon. So I think it'll be first half of next year. Oh, that's um, so, yeah, I think you'll definitely see that. I think that's what Xbox is showing up with, to be honest. Um, they've said they're showing up with something. I believe that's it. Uh, I also think from Sony, uh, I think you will get the uh, BFF special of a Death Stranding 2 trailer from Hideo Kojima. Yeah, that's likely as well. I will also say that I have no clue. We, I think it's interesting. Death Stranding's in such a weird place where we don't even know what the what stage of development they're even in with I Death have Stranding. No idea. It could. Be I think it's just done. as. I think it's just as likely that we get another teaser trailer as we do get a more gameplay focused thing and a year on it. I think we've got like an equal chance of either because it's Kojima. You don't know what's happening. I, I feel like we could get a teaser that also has the year on it as well. Rather, than, I like. I feel like it's crazy. But also, Death Stranding. Of... Death Stranding was 2019. I think there is yeah. still a very. I don't want to say it's a high possibility, but I think there's a strong possibility that it could release next year. 
it's possible. I think there's a higher chance might... of Death Stranding 2 releasing next year than Wolverine. I'll yeah. say that outright. Someone's got to save PlayStation's uh, single-player prospects next year. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be anyone else. It's definitely not going to be Naughty Dog, I can tell you that much. Uh, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, and considering some of the comments that were made by Square this week, uh, I think you'll get a DLC teaser or trailer for Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. I think you will see the first little glimpse into that. It sounds like they're ready to show things which is yeah. always scary. Um, let's oh, hope no. they don't do a 15 and announce them both and then only release one of them and go, oopsie, we're not doing that second one, Lamau. <laughs> <laughs> they say on the on a stream of the anniversary. I still of think game. it's so funny to go, let's have oh, a celebratory yeah. live stream where we cancel all the remaining DLC and walk into <laughs> the sunset, guys. It's really oh, funny. God. It'll be good fun. Don't worry, guys. We'll send them off to make four spoke and it'll all be good. Don't worry about it. Um, um, if some of this other stuff happens, I don't think this one will. But I don't think the possibility is non-existent that we see a, a Wolverine thing here. See, I don't think we see a Wolverine thing. I still think it's a bit too early. I'm also of the belief that I also think there's a very high chance that they like they haven't announced anything yet, but they have not flat out denied it. Like you know how uh, the Zelda team flat out denied DLC for the Legend of Zelda from the get go. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man has been very much. Uh, the Spider-Man team has very much been like, we're, we're working on New Game Plus at the moment, we have nothing else to share, which screams to me that you might get a Spider-Man DLC next year, uh, which might tide everybody over for Wolverine in 2025. Um, you think it'd be about Venom, or you think it'd be something similar? To... No, I think people were bang on the money when people noticed that some of the thing, like, uh, to do with, um, God, fucking, I can't remember his name now. I'm blanking on uh no um do 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 Matt Murdock Raven fucking Daredevil oh Daredevil uh there was a load of things where they'd taken signs down and it was close for business and then they in a hot fix patched it back in so it looked normal and I was like that sounds to me like you were working on DLC things and accidentally changed assets oh, in the main game side story would be cool i'd be down um, with that i'd be more inclined to play that than i was the rest of the dlc for the first one that i didn't play so i think that that's a possibility um like i say i don't think i think death stranding is probably all you'll get from sony sony only really likes to do a one and done at these shows they don't really like to show too much that isn't their own and i think if you do get anything else it'll be something like stellar blade or something where it's just like something that they're publishing but they're not deving so they'll just chuck something out because i think that game that game was supposed to be out this year and then it got pushed to next and so i wouldn't be surprised hell divers might get a trailer but i don't think anyone cares um Um, if we don't get a 16 dlc trailer I can guarantee Square will be there with a Final Fantasy trailer for Seven that no one needs because they love doing that. They love showing way too much they of a video that. game. But yeah, that, honestly, that's probably more that likely tracks. because they should. When it's when it's the game in question's turn, they always show way too much. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like we could have used like five fewer FF16 trailers than we got. Yeah, Definitely. I agree. Um. Here's one that I put down because it's a game that is still supposed to come out next year, and I feel like it is, uh, 
it is a big enough name for pe- to garner some attention, but a small enough game that people it makes sense for it to be at the Game Awards. Uh, the Wolf Among Us season two. I think if that's coming out next year, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a trailer for that. Because um, the last we ever heard of it was at the start of this year, saying "Lamau, see you next year, boys." <laughs> Jk, no, twenty twenty three. So that would make sense. Um, and I've been saying it all year, and I don't believe it in the fucking slightest because this game has vanished. We have talked about it. it's never coming out. But I've said it all year that if it's going to show up anywhere this year, Hollow Knight Silk Song will show up at the Game Awards. <laughs> so, um, I know I, when I'm saying this, I mean it gets a date in 2024 and it's delayed. It still hasn't technically been delayed out of this year yet. Um, oh yeah, like if it gets a date, oh my god, it'd be insane if they were like, oh, we're done, put it out. We're finally done. See you in May. <laughs> year. Yeah, but I think that's one of those kind of. Uh, Again, I like I say, if it's going to show up anywhere in the next little while, it would be Game Awards. People always mm-hmm. go, oh, Indie Showcase. I'm like, no, it's way too big no, for an Indie no, Showcase. It's, it's bigger than that now. It's like how Hades wouldn't show up at one of those anymore. No, unless um, it was getting a Switch release after the for, for full games out. Something yeah. weird like that. And even then, I think um, they'd save it for a main direct. Do you think that Crash Bandicoot in some form or fashion makes an appearance? Uh, at this my show? one copium, Spyro 4. <laughs> gets teased uh here's the thing i don't think it is possible for a company to be stupid enough to release a brand new season of crash team rumble for it to be spyro themed for it to be released on the day of the game awards and then for jeff to be tweeting them out with eye emojis and all that shit and for there not to be something there so if it it might be just a Crash Team Rumble trailer, and I fucking shoot myself oh my in Minecraft God. in fucking. There's another thread of war crime there. That is that will be a war crime, and I will I will fucking scream. But um, I I don't think that Activision marketing could be stupid enough to set all of this up in a way that it would work perfectly for an even just a small tease to say, hey, something's coming. Because yeah. the Activision's always there for Crash. Like, literally, every year, Rumble announced their Crash. Um, CTR was initially announced there. It's like, they've done a lot of stuff at the Game Awards before. Um, it wouldn't surprise me, but also it's my copium, because I don't, like, I'm like... It makes too much sense, but it also makes so much sense for Activision to be doing all that, and then just give you the big middle finger and fucking laugh yeah. to the fucking bank, because it's Activision. Um... <laughs> I don't, and I, I think I'm pretty certain that Nintendo will not show up in any way, shape, or form other than doing the little ads in the breaks where it's like, Nintendo Switch has games, and it's like yeah, shows Animal Crossing definitely. for the 60,000th time. There's not really there's not really anything big coming from Nintendo that's on the board yet. No, and they like, to play, they like to play by their own rules. They're not going to do an Xbox where they, re- they show the new design for their next console early at the Game Awards for no reason, right? There's, there's no yeah, reason for them to do that. Like, Metroid 4 doesn't exist, and if it did, I don't think it would be here. No. Uh, I mean... This is one that's more on the hopeful side of things, uh, pivoting away from Nintendo. It, the, I could foresee maybe the Plucky Squire showing up here. At, maybe in the pre-show, even, but one of those. Yeah. With a date, since it was supposed to come out this year. 
But I yeah. also wouldn't be surprised um, if you just get you. I wouldn't be surprised if you get your generics, right? The like a gearbox showing up and showing what's next for Borderlands or something like that, where it's like something that I know we don't care about and probably Borderlands fans don't care about. But Randy <laughs> Pitchford is always there doing his shitty magic tricks, going, Wow, look, we've made Borderlands yeah. again for the 16th yeah. time and we're going to sell it for the fucking for like, you know, <laughs> what a magic trick. Same game, Warhammer 16th time. Because there's always Warhammer and. Yeah. Uh, Be at least War that. Um, I guess the final thing to guess is. Uh, obviously, Hunter, we have a tradition now. It seems at the show to uh, to have war crime, uh, war crime counter, which is essentially, if you're new here, um, we watch the show, and if there's anything particularly egregious that happens, uh, we make a note of it, and we uh, will report on it uh, next week. I guess. Yeah. Uh, do you have a prediction for how many war crimes there'll be next week? Eight. Eight. Okay, that's. that's I was pretty... also thinking eight. I was also. I was. Just, I was. I was, uh, I was like yeah. mulling it over. I'm like, I don't know how many we dinged him for last year, but it wasn't double digits yet. I don't think it was. No, it was. He was pretty good last year, if I remember yeah. correctly. We do actually have a war crime counter last year. In fact, there were only hate crimes. We've actually upped them since. I don't remember which event we upped them to. They were only hate crimes originally. I think I think we said hate crimes because I was too scared to say war crimes. But I think we've well, yeah. And then I decided maybe three white dudes saying hate crimes wasn't a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) So yeah, uh, I think it's funny because, um, like, if people like I, I know. Most of, if you've got to this point of the podcast, you probably listen to a lot of this stuff. If you know who we're like, it's like <laughs> the idea of any of us hate crimes. It's like we're like we're just most passive people on the fucking planet, anyway. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> just like, <laughs> just seems funny. But yeah, uh, we had there was a ninja ad. They showed June. That was right. They showed that Dune thing. That was stupid. Oh, yeah. uh, vape ads. That was cringe. Oh, uh, a Samsung phone. <laughs> Warhammer before Wumper League, for fuck's sake, Jeff. And then right after that, we then put Crash Team Rumble as a crime after it was announced. Nice. Which is funny. Um, Jeff Keighley like can't you went wait from to Wumper League to Crash Team Rumble because I think that's when we learned what it was actually called. What it was called, called yeah, because it was still Wumper League up until that point. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, plenty of uh, stuff. To, so it was only it wasn't like it was only like one, two, three, four, five, six. It was it was only like six or seven last year. So maybe maybe it'll be higher this year. We'll have to find out. Uh, yeah. I can't. I like to say. I think in terms of that, that's like all the predictions I had. Really, my big copium spiral for, and the rest of them I think are relatively reasonable. Oh, also, um, twenty-four minutes and. 18 seconds of ad time. Okay, you can count that on your own time. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, but Hold yeah. On, Ethan, how many war crimes do you think there's going to be? Uh, you guys said eight, didn't you? Um, yeah. I'm going to go with nine just to spice it up. Uh, good old prices. I right. think there'll be <laughs> one extra June trailer. <laughs> um, it's between eight and nine. I'm like, he's not hitting double digits yet, but he's only barely not going to hit double digits. <laughs> I think you get. I think more than likely you're going to get more uh, reveals this year than you are going to get. Like I think there'll be more stuff that you're like, oh, I've never heard of that before that gets mm-hmm. uh, shown at the Game Awards this year. Because like I say, a lot of next year is kind of a blank slate other than the first couple of months. So yeah, it'll be interesting. 
But anyway, regardless, there you have it, uh, everybody. That is our uh, Game Awards uh, predictions. Spectacular. These always go on for forever, but I think we've done good time. We've done it in good time. Uh, it's like 30-odd categories, so it's, it always takes a while. Uh, well, there we go. Be sure to join us next Still week. Still half the time of the award show. Yeah, we so, Jeff, we've <laughs> done it for you, twice mate. as entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have We even premieres. had a random person walk on stage to join us. <laughs> it's on brand. Our security's oh, just as good as Jeff's, year? dude. Our security's just as good as Jeff's. How many people uh, get tasered trying to approach the stage this year? God, yeah. hopefully nobody. <laughs> anyway. Oh, dear. Uh, I'll link on screen right now. Yeah, I'm going to predict that nobody gets on stage this year. I don't. I think Jeff will have beefed up security a bit. Um, especially because it happened to him at opening night live and no one shows up to opening night live. So the fact that the one person that showed yeah. up actually walked on stage is like fucking great, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, you'll, you'll have to come to us next week because it's going to be a big week next week. So next week, you can look forward to our Game Awards review. Uh, review. Was it good? Was it bad? You'll find out next week. Uh, you'll also, I guess, because it comes out the day after the podcast, GTA 6's trailer will be out. You'll, we, there will be a G, GTA 6 will finally be real after a decade, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I'll at least have some impressions on that because I'm sure I'll watch that trailer quite a bit. Um, will it be 2024? That's the question. I'm thinking yes, because I still remember that earnings report they put out earlier this year where they were like, we're expecting our revenue to increase by 300% in the, in the final quarter of 2024. So we're like, okay, that screams GTA <laughs> to me. Um, yeah. But we'll see. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of other little bits and pieces that are happening all around next week. It's probably the next, it's probably the final big week for news of the year. So if anything's going to come out, it'll probably be around the Game Awards. So we'll talk all about that next week. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's it. Unless you two have anything else to add. Nope. Cool then, right then. Well, we'll see you next uh, week, I guess. We'll be uh, all refreshed and ready to go. Game Awards will be fun, I'm sure. Like I say, don't have to go to work this time. So I'll be a lot more positive probably uh, by the end of it. But we'll see. It'll be fun. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for all of that good stuff. But until then, have an awesome rest of your week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.